0: Here we are in St. Swithin's again. It's been a long time since we've been together now, almost three weeks. And this is the week after Easter Sunday. But uh, it's good to see you all virtually here. And uh, I'm so glad to be able to communicate with you in this way. Well, the storms of life are many and varied. They often come unexpectedly. They often come suddenly. They rock our world, and sometimes they change it beyond recognition. What the consequences of this virus and the lockdown will be on our society, no one can fully predict, but we know that afterwards we will not be quite the same again. So let us choose hope and faith rather than fear and despair. One thing we do know is that Jesus has walked this way before us, And he's walking this way with us now. You remember, don't you, how quick it is, how sudden it is that life can change uncontrollably, unexpectedly. One day you get up as normal, you have your tea and toast, you go to work, and then you receive a call on your mobile, and all of a sudden your world has changed. Your wife has had a baby, and she has delivered a baby girl all of a sudden your world has changed your sleep patterns are different your finances are different your relationships are different your free time is certainly different everything has changed in a moment another day you get up as normal again you have your tea and toast and you go off to work as usual and then you get another call on your mobile to say that you've won seven million pounds on the lottery what excitement what a change what a transformation or maybe more realistically your boss calls you and says that you've been laid off that the business has gone bust in the economics of the day and now all of a sudden your family finances are different how quick it can change the world as we know it We thought it was dependable. We thought that we knew what was going on and what to expect, and we planned for a future, but a future that isn't here. It suddenly changed. What we thought was dependable has become disturbing and distressing. It's not destroyed, but it is different. It's not what we expected. It's as though a a boat Hit by a freak wave has suddenly lost its uh, ability to uh, right itself, and we have to take time and wait for the boat to come back upright. When the disciples of Jesus found themselves in that situation in a, a storm in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the night, they didn't abandon ship. But they did call out to Jesus. He was sound asleep. Do you remember the story from Matthew chapter 8? Or Luke chapter 8? He was asleep, can you believe it? Don't you realize the situation we're in, they shouted. They called to him, shook him awake. If nothing else, get up and help us to bail out. Don't you realize the danger we're in? We're going to die If something isn't done, if something doesn't happen fast, don't you care what happens to us? God help us. Do something. (laughs) Wiping the sleep from his eyes, he stands up and he commands the waves to be still. And he says to the wind, Be still, be at peace, calm down. The storm passed. They survived. Jesus encouraged them as he encourages us to choose faith over fear. I wonder what is the storm that is assailing your life at the moment. What has shattered your peace? What has rocked your world? The virus and the lockdown is affecting all of us in so many different ways. I think of a single parent in a small flat with no garden. Three lively children, a full-time job to hold down. God help us. A real cry from the heart. God help us. Please God do something. And We hear his quiet voice, peace, be still. And When the children are asleep and in the darkness of the night. You're no longer alone. But you know that he is there with you, still afraid, still anxious, but not alone, as you recognize the peace of God coming into your heart. You see the rainbow in the storm. You begin to lean upon your friends. You know that you're not bailing out the boat on your own, but we're working together, all in it together. (laughs) Sunday, all in it together. Jairus, he was a leader of the synagogue, he came to Jesus one day and he said, Jesus, my daughter is sick. She is close to death. Will you help me? Luke chapter 8. My daughter has tried to weather the storm, but now she's overwhelmed by a fever. The doctors can do nothing more for her. They have no cure for this virus, for this fever she's giving in she's exhausted will you come master will you come at that very moment an old lady comes to jesus and touches the hem of his garment and immediately she feels strength returning she feels her body straightening she feels that blood flow that has been flowing for 12 years just calm down her tummy just calms down and she turns away to walk away quietly and Jesus won't let her do that he calls her and says come who touched me you you touch me come and he he's not just touching her physically but he lifts her head and he restores her dignity and he says your faith has healed you your faith has saved you But how unfair that in the moment that she is healed, the other dies. The old lady healed by the presence of Jesus and the young girl fades away. Jairus is heartbroken as he hears the news of his daughter's death. Despairing, he hears Jesus say, Do you believe in me? Will you trust me? And we, like Jairus, we come to Jesus and we reply to him. Yes, Lord, we do believe. Please will you help us to overcome our unbelief? For this is a time of struggle for us. We want to trust. But please, will you help us as we wrestle with our fears jesus's death was not expected only a week ago he had been hailed as a hero riding down the mount of olives from bethany down to jerusalem crowds following him palm sunday we call it martha and mary and lazarus must have been in the crowd shouting cheering by friday Within just five days, this healthy young man, full of life and vigor, was broken and bruised and fighting for his life. Fighting for every breath as he hung upon the cross. It was designed so that you would die from asphyxiation unable to breathe unless you pushed down on your feet which is why the Roman soldiers came along to ensure every one of them was dead breaking the bones in their legs such that they would slump and suffer with their lungs not able to work their breath would be extinguished as Martha and Mary and Lazarus and other friends watched him struggled to breathe it was as if time stood still the sky darkened the birds stopped singing life ebbed away but if jesus's death was unexpected then it was also extraordinary with every painful death breath came a deeper revelation of this extraordinary unexpected life Father forgive them he whispers to the soldiers who had tortured him spat upon him and now nailed him to the cross John take care of my mother as he looked upon his young widowed mother perhaps on 45 or 50 years old, as he sees her weeping for the loss of her son, his heart of compassion shines through. As his breathing became more labored, as he became exhausted and began to slip away, he began to recite a prayer that his mother had taught him when he was a child. One of the Psalms that he knew off by heart. They had to lean forward to hear what he was saying. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then, with his final breath, recorded by John. Eyewitness to those extraordinary events writing in his gospel, his stories of the life of Jesus, John records this: that in his final breath, Jesus explodes into a, a cry. It is finished. He shouts. It's not a not a cry. Of finality in the sense of, it's over. and that whimper, it's ended. At last, it's over. But no, not that. It was an explosion. I, I, a cry of, it is finished. It is accomplished. I have done it. Forever, the world is different as the work and the life of Jesus has accomplished all that it intended that everything that you and I will ever experience was shared by our Savior and having taken it all he has come through it victorious so that we might find help from him in time of need as the writer to the book of Hebrews writes having a great high priest who has gone into the heavens before us, having been tested and tried in every way like we, and yet has accomplished it, has finished it, has managed it with victory, so we can find help when we come boldly to the throne of grace, seeking help in time of need. The storms of life, as you know, as I know, are many and varied, sudden, unexpected, life transforming, sometimes devastating. They rock our world and sometimes they change us beyond recognition. But we have a choice to choose faith rather than fear. To remind ourselves that Jesus is in the boat here with us. That he has experienced what we experience. One thing we know. Jesus has traveled the way before us. And he will walk with us today. Beside us. Alongside us. Holding us. And sometimes carrying us.